Good morning and welcome back to the Gospel Getup, the podcast aimed at getting you in the Word with readings from the Daily Lectionary before sending you on your way to go about your day in the peace and joy of the Lord. This morning's readings take us into Ezekiel chapters 40 and 43, and in the letter to the Romans, we finish chapter 8. The readings for today are set to an order for Matins. So without further ado, Let's get into it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. Hasten to save me, O God. O Lord, come quickly to help me. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Praise and thanks to God. The Old Testament reading is Ezekiel chapter 40, the first four verses, followed by chapter 43, the first 12 verses. In the 25th year of our exile, at the beginning of the year, on the 10th day of the month, in the 14th year after the city was struck down, on that very day, the hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me there. In visions of God, he brought me to the land of Israel and set me down on a very high mountain. On the south side, there was a structure that resembled a city. When he brought me there, I saw a man who looked as if he were made of bronze. In his hand, he had a linen cord and a measuring rod. He was standing by the gatehouse. The man said to me, Son of man, watch carefully, listen carefully, And pay attention to everything that I am about to show you, because you were brought here so that I could show it to you. Report everything you see to the house of Israel. Then he led me to the gate, the gate that faces east. Suddenly, I saw that the glory of the God of Israel was coming from the east. His voice sounded like the roar of rushing water, and the earth was shining with his glory. The appearance of the vision that I saw was like the vision I saw when he came to destroy the city. Visions like the vision I saw by the Kibar Canal, and I fell on my face. The glory of the Lord entered the temple through the gate facing east. Then the Spirit lifted me up and brought me to the inner court, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. I heard someone speaking to me from the temple while the man was standing beside me. The voice said to me, Son of man, this is the place of my throne, and this is the place for the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the people of Israel forever. Never again will the house of Israel profane my holy name, neither they nor their kings, neither by their prostitution, nor by the memorials to their dead kings at their high places. Whenever they placed their threshold next to my threshold, and their doorpost beside my doorpost, with only a wall between me and them, they would defile my holy name by their abominations that they did. So I exterminated them in my anger. Now let them remove their prostitution and the memorials of their dead kings from my presence, and I will dwell among them forever. But you, son of man, 
are to describe the temple to the house of Israel, so that they may be ashamed of their sins. Let them measure its perfect pattern. If they are ashamed of everything they have done, teach them the design of the temple and its layout, its exits and its entrances, all its designs and all its ordinances, all its designs and all its regulations. Write them down in their sight so that they may keep its whole plan and all its ordinances and carry them out. This is the law for the temple. On the top of the mountain, the whole territory of the temple and all the area surrounding its perimeter will be most holy. This is indeed the law for the temple. This is the word of the Lord. The New Testament reading continues Romans chapter 8 with verse 18. For I conclude that our sufferings at the present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. In fact, creation is waiting with eager longing for the sons of God to be revealed. For creation was subjected to futility, not by its own will, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in the hope that even creation itself will be set free from slavery to corruption in order to share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. For we know that all of creation is groaning with birth pains right up to the present time. And not only creation, but also we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly while we eagerly await our adoption as sons, the redemption of our body. Indeed, it was for this hope that we were saved. But hope that is seen is not hope, because who hopes for what he already sees? But if we hope for something we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with patient endurance. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we should pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that are not expressed in words. And he who searches our hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to God's will. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, for those who are called according to his purpose. Because those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. What then will we say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Indeed, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also graciously give us all things along with him? Who will bring an accusation against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus, who died and more than that was raised to life, is the one who is at God's right hand and who is also interceding for us. What will separate us from the love of Christ? Will trouble or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Just as it is written, for your sake we are being put to death all day long. 
we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor rulers, neither things present nor things to come, nor powerful forces, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. We now read the Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of heavenly hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your glorious true and only Son, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you humbled yourself to be born of a virgin. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. And we join to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to this new day. Defend us with your mighty power and grant that this day we neither fall into sin nor run into any kind of danger. And in all we do, direct us to what is right in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. And now for the good news that never gets old, the news that Jesus is your Savior, who lived, died, and rose again so that all your sins have been forgiven. That's the gospel. Now get up and go and live to God's glory and for the benefit of your neighbor. Peace.